Yeah, that is interesting. So the the MPO and FPO champion spot is up for grabs as uh, last year's last year's champs won't be back. Um, yeah, it was pretty unfortunate that it fell the same weekend as Las Vegas. I know personally, it's a tournament I always look forward to. And I texted you as soon as I found out and was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but so the course that the Swordstone Shiver at is at is obviously Swordstone and it's in Dripping Springs. Tell us a little bit about yes. the property, because the property is stunning. Yeah, well, so thanks to Bonner Butler, he got us oh. this hookup uh, in Spicewood, Texas. Um, it's on this beautiful piece of property. It's got two swimming pools. They're working on building cabins. And I believe by the time the event is uh, held, we'll have all 18 permanent um tea pads in which is exciting wow. there's a huge pavilion that you can rent out and um, you could just go on to the swordstone disc golf uh, club's facebook page if you want to go check it out yourself you can rent it out or just go for the day i think it's ten dollars green space nice very cool um you know, that's always kind of one of the, the trademark, um, like, values of going out to Swordstone is those swimming pools that you mentioned. Because, you know, one of those swimming pools plays down, I think it's, like, hole 17. And, the you know, the basket is, like, right there next to the swimming pool. So, during the, the, um, the, ter- the summer tournament, you know, we would all, like, finish our round and change into our swimsuits and go hop in the pool. And then, you know, kind of razz the people who are coming down hole 17. <laughs> oh, yeah. Primetime viewing spot. For sure. Yeah. And so one of my favorite parts about the Swordstone Shiver is the format that you have incorporated of playing one round per day. I love that. So like what inspired you to do that? Just from being a player myself and I mean, playing two rounds in one day can be super exhausting. Um, I do know, you know, I always want to try to encourage women to come out. And I think that's one of the things that helps ladies is having, knowing that they only have to go for a piece or portion of their day and knock their round out and then they can get back to whatever they need to get back to and then come back the next day. So it also allows for a lot of time to, you know, hang out and like get to meet with, everybody else who's playing and just like experience right like experience the amazingness of that course that's you know because I'm kind of one of those types of players where like if there's two rounds in one day like I'll show up and I'll play my rounds and as soon as they're as soon as they're over like I'm ready to like go right but when you go out to Swordstone you like you want to stick around right and you just like want to stay and hang out because of the atmosphere and the people and um man it's just such a great experience so if there's any of you guys who um are out there who have not played swordstone and you're in the austin area i'm sure it's full right now but get on the wait list and look at those tournaments in the future because they're so much fun um and i know a few years back i think i remember that you were more of kind of like in a volunteer position right and then it it kind of like organically turned into you taking the reins and becoming the td so so tell us a little bit about like that transition yeah um Really, it was one day, uh, so Bonner Butler was the TD at first. He ran an event out there, and he was like, man, it would be really nice to be able to compete myself in this, and I kind of just threw it out there. I was interested in tournament directing and dipping my feet, and uh, he was like, well, 
I'll let you, I'll let you give it a go. So I kind of took it on that year and I haven't stopped since now I run two events out there plus multiple other events throughout the year, um, yeah. unsanctioned. And now this year going to be doing the women's global event with Stephanie and yourself. Yes. That, that's going to be exciting. Yeah. So, so the women's global was definitely, um, the other half of the interview that I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I know everybody's super excited about it this year because it was supposed to be last year. Um, and it got canceled because of COVID. Um, and so, and so it's back on, on the schedule for this year. And, and, um, so tell us just, you know, maybe not necessarily about women's global event in Austin in particular, but tell us kind of about what it is like, you know, nationwide and worldwide. Yeah. So the event um, is a global tournament, actually, where women across the entire world, uh, we host a, host a tournament in their region. Um, we submit all of our scores to the PGA and they kind of give us a rating and then rank us globally. It's not so much, though, about that. What makes this one really fun is the, you know, camaraderie everybody's rooting for each other it's a women's only event um i know several people who if it wasn't texas women's being their first event this was their first uh first pdga event and kind of what gets them comfortable so it has a special place in my heart and i definitely wanted to make sure that somebody ran it this year and it ends up being the ladies of Memphis, which is awesome yeah, so myself and you and Stephanie Vincent, we're kind of taking the reins, um, you know, this year. And so I know the first year that I played Women's Global, um, it was out at Moody's, which was a lot of fun. And then the next time that I played it, we were at Flat Creek Winery in Fredericksburg. And so, and so where is it going to be this year? It is going to be in Smithville, Texas. Um, it's a cute little park, uh, cute little course. It also reminds me of um, like a baby Seguin disc golf course, if you've yeah. seen that before. Um, but I feel like it's very beginner friendly. Um, so something to to allow the juniors to come out or players of all skill levels and they'll feel comfortable out there. It's also yeah. very, very, very beautiful. The, uh, yeah, the, the atmosphere out there is great. And um, it also runs right along the Colorado River. So, you know, during the summer, it's always fun to go out there and play around and then hop into the Colorado River afterwards to cool oh, off. Yeah. So Yeah, that's definitely the plan for after. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The event oh. is May 8th, so it'll be the heat of the summer. <laughs> yes, so there's definitely going to be some fun. Is it one round or is it two? Um, It's two rounds, so that would be okay. a yeah, we will play two that day, but it'll be fun because it's all ladies and in the shade. And it'll you be know, nice. I think uh, I think whenever we did Women's Global out at Flat Creek, I think there was a few ladies who rented a campsite a couple of miles down the road and kind of hung out that night. You know, mm -hmm. that's something we could probably look into because there's actually a campground at Riverman Park where that disc golf course is. So that could really be something fun for us to to get in the works. Yeah, I like that idea. Make it a, a camp over. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, so there definitely is going to be um, at least one women's global event in Houston, maybe even two, one for the south side, one for the north side. I'm not really sure, but we'll definitely catch up with Meredith on on what's going to be the scene um, for women's global, you know, in both of our areas. Um so from someone who is watching from the outside who might not necessarily know how can they help support Women's Global? 
Um, yeah, we well, right now we are accepting sponsorships for T signs. Um, you know, that's in the form of cash or PayPal. Okay, we can also provide merchandise. Um, that way we could have a raffle and we could raise funds that way. And then even just to say you'll volunteer to be a spotter or help with setup or tear down, there's plenty of ways to help without uh, costing you a penny. That's awesome. Well, we will definitely do what we can to spread the word. Um, you got me, you and Stephanie on it. So we will make sure to do it justice, the justice that it deserves, because what a fantastic <laughs> event, especially with the the recent Respect Her Game movement. Um, you know, I think even though it was a major bummer that Women's Global got canceled this year, it kind of seems like the timing is it, like better this year, you know, yeah. with, with kind of all the conversations that have been having yeah. um, about females in disc golf and, and where it's going. So May 8th, you guys mark your calendars. That's going to be a great event. Um, Renee, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me. I've really had fun talking with you. So before I let you go, are there any sponsors that you'd like to shout out? Yes, of course, uh, for sure. Uh, Mint Disc, Team Groundbound, uh, Team Throw Pink, and This Nation here in Austin, Texas. Awesome. That's an impressive list of sponsors. <laughs> um, for, for Very well deserved. Thank you so much, Renee. You're the best, and Thanks. I'll see you soon. Bye, Chrissy. All right, you guys, what a fun interview that was. Um, Renee and I are, are good buddies, so it was so much fun to, to have her on here talking about um, everything that's going on. She's so involved in the Austin scene, so just an amazing ambassador for the sport, and I'm so lucky to have her as a teammate on Mint and on Team Groundbound. Um, so I'm getting ready to pass it over to Hemi, who um, is my Gorilla Disc Golf teammate, and he has a fun guest to bring on tonight as well. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the Victoria Open. So Hemi, take it away. Hey, Chrissy, how are you doing tonight? Hey, so good. Hey, thanks for that interview. It's great to hear from Renee and all the stuff they're doing over there. It's really cool to hear. It's amazing. I mean, I, to, the global... That's just amazing. And of course, the Fling Show is always going to be here to support anything and everything that the ladies do is for sure. So you can count on us. Hey, well, me and Meredith are going to awesome. be fighting over you then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, yeah, that's just amazing. But yeah. uh, a little bit about what's going on here in Houston. Um, before we kind of jump into the interview that you're going to have, we do have a quick little segment, just a little detour. We need to bring our ML Productions gentleman on here, Matt Lang, for a little surprise, a little quick interview. A, the, he is real. B, this is what he looks like if you've not met him before. He does a great job for us behind the scenes, uh, in front of the scenes. Everywhere we go, he's been supportive since day one, and we couldn't have done this without him, especially where we're at today. But we do have to get into one thing about Matt. And Matt had talked about this uh, a little earlier, and it's 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 amazing that this continues to happen. But we have to talk about the beginning of the year and where we look at the awards that we like to hand out. And one of those awards that we like to really concentrate on is the best win of the year award. And I think that uh, we might have a consensus for the early lead. I'm not so sure, but. Uh, I think Matt Lang may have the uh, the lead right now in the best win, and it may not be the win in which he thinks it's for. Because I do remember it wasn't this weekend's win that I think is the best win of the year. It's the win when he beat you. <laughs> 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 so, 
Okay. Now, what? tell us a little bit about that day and how it felt to finally beat Hemi. I'd only played with Hemi for a couple times, so was, he's beat me quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> but my putting helped a lot that day. I've never put like that, probably maybe one other time, which was this weekend, but it was fun hitting everything, getting lucky tree hits. They were actually helping me for once. and <laughs> I didn't realize I beat Hemi until he told me the scores. Which is a true story, because Matt usually always starts off with that, the world is falling, the world is falling, it's all going to be terrible. And at the end of the round, you're like, he won by 11. Not <laughs> against him, that is. But my point is, he definitely played very well. But when you heard that, and there, I mean, when you saw that, you, we played together. What did you think about that round he shot that day? Well, I was, I was happy for him. I mean, you know, there's always that um, – Swallow your pride, kind of moment where you're like, "Oh God, I, just, <laughs> I lost the match. I just lost. <laughs> this is going going to go down in infamy, I know." But um, no, I just felt pr- really proud. I've told mm-hmm. him too; I was proud of him. It was, it was a nice round, and and he made he earned it. He played know? well. Yeah, it's it's a difference. He came down to the playing. last yeah. two holes, and um, on twenty one, whatever that is. Um, mine skipped in the puddle, and yours was right there. And I missed that easy, pretty easy uh, birdie putt mm-hmm. there to would have hung in there with you. But that's where you got me. But congrats! Um, so we don't have a, an actual plaque or anything. It's, it, it's so. the leader at the at the halfway to midway point, or at the court the uh, the first third way point. So we just wanted to get your name in there. So we had a side swipe you today. You didn't think it was going to be about that, but thank you anyway. We do appreciate that, Matt. Yeah, we just wanted to thank Matt for everything he does because this this thing got a lot funner when we met Matt. <laughs> yes, it did, uh, and a lot easier. So he does a lot of things for us. So thank you so much. Appreciate it. One day you can have this seat and. I'll be back here doing the computer. You'll be in the grave. <laughs> well, we got a special guest that we got coming on this weekend. All right. Now for this weekend. Well, uh, congrats, Chrissy, on uh, hanging in there and, and uh, you know, uh, playing this weekend and not backing out. We had some people back out. I know we're going to talk to Wallace here in a second about that, but I wanted to introduce – this gentleman, the guy who's running the uh, A tier with uh, Gorilla over there in uh, Victoria, and not really sure why we haven't been there. It's that three-hour drive thing. I guess it's always kept me from from going, but I sure am glad I went because as soon as Chris and I got there, we started having this sort of hey, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Just kind of looking around that kind of college town. Anyway, so. Looking through my notes, I was like, "Hey, I've got, I've got a picture of Wallace. Let's let's get, let's see if he'd come on." So I messaged him, and thanks for coming. It's really good to have Wallace Hall, uh, the TD at the Victoria Open. Um, thanks for coming. How's it going tonight? All right, it's going, it's going great, man. We've been busy. We've been out on the course prepping it and getting ready for all the players that are coming. Three hundred players coming into Victoria is is, a, is very great. It's something we've always strived for. Um, the 38th annual. That means there's been 38 of these tournaments. It's kind of surprising. Me mm-hmm. only being 40 years old, make, that says that they've been playing disc golf there since I was two. You know, Riverside Disc Golf Course is a John Halk original course. Um, there have been some slight wow. modifications since then. Since then, and uh, you know, what Victoria is a great community. We got a little over a hundred thousand people. Um, three championship disc golf courses in our community. So you're seeing the town embrace disc golf. 
They want to know what it's about. They want to get out there and play. I'm starting to see families and kids and juniors and women out there, older people, seniors. It's just a great thing to see. Um, not only that, last year at the 37th annual Victoria Open is when we launched uh, Fox's Ben course. So that was a newly designed course by a design team, um, including a few professionals, myself, and we also included the parks director of Victoria County. Um, and this year on the 38th annual Victoria Open will be the launch of our newest course. It's Patriot Park at Sassic Lakes. I don't know if y'all had a chance to play that one. Um, it's a beautiful property, lakes everywhere, wind, elevation. It's definitely a change compared to the other two courses. But just based off us being a smaller town and having three championship style courses, we also have two other smaller courses. Um, it's kind of starting to remind me of like an Emporia, Kansas, in a way, where everybody knows what disc golf is. Yeah, that's that's the feeling we got. Um, just even before we played the course, you know, just kind of pulling in and checking the vibe, we kind of felt some kind of coolness. The same thing you would feel in like an Emporia, stuff like that. So the second course, the Fox Bend course, was designed after the John Howe course. Correct. Did, uh, uh, did, I guess, uh, obviously. Obviously, you know, they utilize the land, um, but it's seamless connection with that other course. I love the way both of them play. Uh, Chris and I got to play both courses back to back, and it's a long walk, but it's, there's no hills, so it's not too bad for an old guy. <laughs> yeah, and I can share, man, Fox has been, there's a great story behind that. That place, you know, that little peninsula area where that whole course is, used to be a rundown, that road, you couldn't even drive back there overgrown grass you know it was just un underutilized property you know so and this is something I always encourage people if you want to get a disc golf course in your town or you want to go in front of the city council and pitch it you need to look at other reasons besides just disc golf that's going to happen to that area so since we've opened that course you see people fishing kayaking walking their dogs utilizing the area to jog the place is just beautiful compared to what it used to be. And it's a great asset to the community. And that's kind of how we pitched Patriot Parks as well. We said, look, we're going to get people out there. It's not only going to be disc offers. People are going to feel more safe going out there, knowing that we're out there. They're going to be utilizing the property, fishing, kayak, and doing all these things. Um, so, you know, that's a, that's a, it, it, it's a cool story, you know, especially me being from Victoria and seeing this happen. Yeah, I noticed did a little research on your Facebook page, and I noticed you went to high school there. You went to college there. This is kind of like your town. And, yeah, uh, actually, I, I lived in Austin. I lived in Austin for six years, and I I just had to get back. I like the small the smaller town, I guess. <laughs> same, yeah, same here. It uh, it was quite impressive to say the least. Driving up to that course, especially the surrounding community around it. Oftentimes, you find the disc golf courses not necessarily in the Houston area, but other areas that him and I have gone to, and they're not always located in the nicest parts of town, but oh my goodness, the drive out of that place was amazing. Two things. We met some incredible locals there, got a wonderful tour of the, uh, of the, the course itself, and also a wonderful place to go eat. We did get to go to the, uh, the old pump station pump house. Uh, the pump okay. house i said yeah. but their food was amazing the view was incredible the service was impeccable they have a wonderful cat that loves us so we enjoyed that <laughs> yeah. as well but i will say this about the overgrown part in which you're talking about there's one hole and i'm pretty sure you know which one it is 
after I left my left the disc off, it goes into a large area where there's bamboo coming out towards the basket. And as I go over there to get my basket, I notice something moving <laughs> along a fence line. And it's about a 45 to 60 pound cat and looking oh, yeah. right back at me. It was A, I didn't know that the zoo was there, but B, that was an extremely startling thing to see. Uh, <laughs> how did you come about being able to play so close to the zoo and have you lost a disc in that area? <laughs> I personally have not, but actually the zoo's pretty cool about it. If you go up to the front and tell them you lost a disc, they'll go get it for you. <laughs> so you don't become uh, leopard meat or tiger bait or whatever. Uh, yeah, man, that's, you know, that's a cool thing too. You know, especially if you're from out of town, you can bring the whole family with you and you can play disc golf mm. and you could have them go to the zoo and then y'all can go have dinner at the pump house. That's a really nice place. I recommend the pecan crusted chicken there. It's very it good. It is. And also, you know, and they're, they're one of those uh, places too. Have, you mentioned that you're here for disc golf and they love it. You know, they meet all kinds of people from out of town and, and that's kind of what I, you know, try to do and pitch that to the city and they've backed us up and, the, the parks and rec department there has been so wonderful. I mean, they mow the grass all the time. I mean, it almost looks like golf greens out there. You know, the fairways are just beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, the uh, clover's a little bit big. Are they going <laughs> to be able to get to some of the clover? Because there were skips. Mo- there yeah, no there's no, absolutely no skips, no skips at all. You know, you. Yeah, you know, they were, they're actually mowing, they were mowing today and they were finishing up tomorrow. So the clovers will be kind of cut, but I can tell you, they're just so thick at this time of year, you're not going to get a lot of ground play. So you're going to want to shoot right at the basket, you know. It's good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I noticed that kind of kind of reminded me i played in 2015 at inwood at texas states and the grass was about knee high and you play you throw different you know you throw big wings you know more as upshots and um you know you're just really playing more aggressive um i really love it i I love the whole vibe of you know par four after par four after par four and and if you can just play smart you know you can score well you don't have to be a bomber which is kind of typical of a John Howe course. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he kind of makes courses to where they're, they have a 300 foot, 350 foot landing zones, safe zones. And so when he said John Howe, it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Now. Yeah. It was funny uh, when you had mentioned that, uh, that Victoria is becoming more like the Emporia of uh, Kansas area. When we had left, there's a store I, I'm fairly familiar with. Fairly sure with it, uh, the five corners little store right when you kind of get out, and we were in there for a second. That and I was talking to the ladies because I always like to have a conversation with the locals, and she says, "Y'all aren't from here." And we said, "No, we were there to see the course." And I said, "Well, next weekend there's a huge tournament that's going to be here." And she looked at me and she looked at her other employees and she goes, "Well, how many people?" I said, "I think there's like 250 or so people." And she goes, "She looked at that and she goes." we need to reschedule for next weekend. So I really liked how in touch that she realized that when she realized that there was going to be a big tournament, especially how close that store is to that disc yeah. golf course, she knows she's going to be packed. And that was nice, the, that feeling that she felt like, oh, the community is going to be here. We're going to gather business. Because like you said, it's not just about disc golf. It's about what happens to the surrounding community because you bring in a lot of money for these tournaments to these, these small businesses. Him and I like going to the antique stores that nobody goes into that, you know, doesn't look like anybody's kind of walked into for a while just to kind of give them business. And we try 
had to tell people that before we go, do this thing. Get there. Spend your money there. Don't take everything there. Try to try to give to the community because these communities will really appreciate it. And they're going to only back us a little. Uh, they're going to back us more and really appreciate what we do for the disc community. Yeah, you know, and getting Patriots Park in, that was something that we just said, hey, look, um, we, we went to the county commissioner and we said, hey, we want to put a disc off course. Well, we don't have the funding to pay for it. That's fine. We'll get the sponsorship. That was one of the easiest things to do. People were just willing to sponsor that whole course. So it's mm -hmm. really great when you got the community back. Mm -hmm. in so like sponsorship for baskets. Correct. Mm -hmm. So like sponsorship for baskets and tee pads and stuff. All that, like that. yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's incredible what, what can happen to a, a community when you just tidy up a little bit. <laughs> and that's pretty much what disc golfers are great at. Uh, and that place looks amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've done I'm, tons of work. I'm on a personal mission. I've told myself before I stop, I'm going to get five championship courses in Victoria or at least surrounding. Um, and also, just anybody out there that's watching this, I'm on the Parks Coalition. I've been on the board for a while. I kind of know how that stuff works. If you just want to give me a call or give me a shout, mm -hmm. I can help you guys out. You got a local club, you want to get a course in your area, it's not as hard as you think. Awesome. Right on. That's great. Because we all want to grow the sport. That's for sure. Absolutely. And Absolutely. that makes, you know, teaming up with teaming up with uh, Vandergriff, uh, it's really key because I see you guys as kind of really similar with your vision and, and, uh, and your ability to go in there and sort of mix it up with the cities and the, you know, whoever it takes, whoever that is to get that, you know, those courses planted, you know, but to have the vision, um, you know, early on to have John Houck, someone of that, you know, stature to design a course, you know, when you play those kind of courses, there, there's like a feeling you get after a few holes where, you know, you're in for a good ride. Mm -hmm. And that's the way it was all day at Victoria. And I've, I haven't even seen the other spot that you're talking about, the other course. Mm -hmm. um, we were too tired. <laughs> too <laughs> tired. But, but I love the fact that they're side by side right there. It makes it very convenient for the open players and, and you know, the A pool players and uh, also lunch right there. At, uh, yeah. Right there at the pump house. Hey, Chrissy, do you have any questions for Wallace? Um, man, not really off the top of my head. I can say I saw um, a graphic that one of the Houston ladies shared a while back, oh, a while back that compared the numbers of the FPO and the other female divisions from last year to this year. And I think last year there was like six FPO pro lady players. And this year we're at 13. Yeah. Um, and last year there was two intermediate women. And this year there's seven. Um, so, you know, more of a statement than a question. I just want to say, you know, thank you for, um, you know, going out there and making sure that it's also a good experience for us because that's, you know, that's what grows the lady side of the, of the field. And we, when we acknowledge that and we appreciate it. So what you're saying is we need to start planning a Victoria women's only event. Hey, <laughs> let's mm -hmm. talk after this. Amen. <laughs> Yeah. I'm all for it. I I'm agree. all for it. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Um, so before we go, we always like to ask our guests to, you know, you know, give a shout out to their sponsors. I see that uh, one, one star D 
do one star do disc golf. Yeah, one star get disc so, golf. Anyway, uh, what? You can find us on one star golf.com. We have our Facebook page. One star is really responsible for putting on a lot of events in this area. We might be coming to an area near you. Please note that when you go to a one star event, it's about the players, it's about the experience, it's about the professional experience. We're not the drive up TD that shows up the day of. We make sure that course is prepped. We make sure the city knows we're going to be there. We're also going to do everything we can to get sponsors to make it a great player experience. Just like the Victoria Open, there's a players party with free players dinner. We're feeding y'all on Sunday. Um, there's going to be water out on the course, everything you need. Um, you know, anything, any questions you have when you see me out there, please let me know. And I'm also, I love feedback. Whatever I can do to make it better, a better experience, please let me know. Yeah, One Star Disc Golf, um, my friends over there at Gorilla, my buddies at Mint Disc, they're releasing the free tail tonight at 12.01 a.m., so you better get you some because they're going to go fast. And Yay. also, on that note, I will have some Mint Disc, and I'm sure other people will that will be out there this weekend. So come and get it. Right on. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight, Wallace. Can't wait to see you this weekend. I'll definitely shout out you while I'm there. Yes, yeah, sir. Wait to see a great tournament, sir. Thank you so much for yes, joining us. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Wallace. Yeah, looking yes. forward to this, Wallace. Peace. Good luck to you. Yes, sir. You too. All right. Wow. It's amazing. I mean, it, it to get him on the show, didn't even get to go over the other people that we ran into. When you, when you and I take road trips, it's kind of funny. It's it it it's how things just kind of meeting the locals, having the wonderful lunch. But then we run into someone from Houston on our side and our, our open match player champion, Freddie's out there, right? He's oh. out there just putting in the work. And then someone drives up and you're like, you walk over to a van and I'm shooting. I'm like, where's him walking to? And then who's that going to be? Oh, Yeti. Yeti. <laughs> yeah. Yeti and his wife. This. <laughs> It's yeah. just amazing, you know. It's just a, it was a fun time. Yeti I'm glad Des. we went. Yeah, Yeti and Des, and I'm I'm glad you, we went. We always have a good road trip anyway. This was uh, uh, one of my favorites that we've done so far. That's for sure. But uh, and we ran into two wonderful people uh, there who gave us the tour. Um, Josh and Marcos. Josh and Marcos, and yeah. um, I believe Marcos is the uh, cousin of Richard Saldana down the south side. So uh, it was funny to say the people that we run into. But that course was beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, I cannot wait to see it long. What do you think about the length of it? Oh, I love it. Uh, and you know north wind is going to change everything so you know forget everything you knew you learned about it because it's, it's probably not gonna be the same but um i love those kind of courses uh, it kind of reminded me of wyandotte county in kansas city it was one of my it was like my home course mm -hmm. I had a bunch of par fours and you know john, typical john Howe golf you play 350 foot and then you throw 200 foot in and you know, you can uh, score a birdie. So, and for some of the locals, you also mentioned that it was kind of like Pecan Park. Did you not kind of feel that a little bit? Well, just mainly just because of the trees. Okay. Um, not necessarily the lines. Okay. Uh, as much. But, mm -hmm. Yeah. I hadn't played that one, but I just remember you had said that. Mm -hmm. But uh, moving on, uh, we do have an event of our own. It's not this weekend because we saw that the Victoria Open was in and we had our pros playing the best players that we have at our tables. Um, but we're going to be doing something. We've teamed up with Lucky Ace Disc. Once again, an incredible company, an incredible group of people. Jay is just 
top of the mark as far as a person's concerned in the disc golf community and what he's doing right now is incredible. But uh, Tim Martin has asked us to do another ace race there to do what for him now, Jimmy? Yeah, to try to get basket, mm -hmm. to try to get uh, tee pads, just to kind of help them along in, in creating a nice, fun putter course, uh, par two, you know. And so uh, we did the Halloween fling, <clears throat> fling Halloween, and it was such a, a great success and a lot of fun. And I think, you know, the baskets being all decorated has something to do with it. But I think just throwing at, at an ace on every hole is just a blast. And and we're talking super short. So bring your kids and, and come get an ace and help us grow this um, this mm -hmm. uh concept of, of family friendly short r2 courses in which we need more and more i mean i do appreciate a nice challenge but we need this mm -hmm. you know this this area needs a short course and so the win is february the 20th the where is edge woods church right off gossing road almost woods edge. woods edge yeah. i'm sorry you know y'all all know i can't speak very it's well. wood edge woods woods edge you know find it's cross on gossing and uh, west rayford road the, close the, to Spring Valley. Spring, close to Spring Valley. The, the time is going to be from 9 to 4. Uh, the how is it's $10 per person. Per kids, round. Per round. Kids so, under 13 or free. So you can keep playing, you know, play another round, another $10. And each time, half of it goes to support our mm -hmm. cause, which is new baskets. So we want you to bring your kids because like him was saying, and a dream is, is pitch and putt where everything's viewable, everything's short, everything's fun. And so kids under 13 can play for free, right? But if they want to participate in the ace, they do have to pay. As Mr. Franklin knows, he did that for his son the last time we yeah. did that. But um, And it's uh, going to be sponsored by uh, Lucky Ace and uh, the Fling Show. And uh, hopefully we're going to pick up a few other sponsors along the way. I know we're going to have some prizes. Uh, and him, he's got some ideas for some baskets and some backdrops, but, uh, I like it because it's, if you miss it, you just pick it this up and you walk to the next hole. There's no stress. We're not caring about score. All you're caring about is that ace right there in front of you. That that's what I enjoyed last time because I can't tell you how, how many times people came close and everybody got so excited. And then the ones they did hit. You just go crazy because we had 11 hit that day. You you won that because I said I thought there'd be less than five. You said there'd be 10 or more, and we had 11. So And I filmed one of them was Kimberly, and, uh, and she still talks about it. She, <laughs> she messaged saying that she was really looking forward to this event, and uh, I filmed that one on my basket. So she she busted my basket. So I, I'll, uh, I'll be bringing that basket out. And if you have a basket, yeah, that's very helpful. Uh, we we – we have, haven't have got it uh, secured from Spring Valley, but Andy's really good about it. And she supplied a, a ton of baskets for us. But it really is helpful mm -hmm. if you have something in your truck and you can we can designate the spot and everybody can kind of help share the load in terms of moving baskets around. Because Chris, he's, he can't handle it. I'm old. He's can't do it. But Nate has already chipped in. We have um, – But Jim, Jim can carry one of those. Oh, my goodness. Jim <laughs> for Spring Valley just picked he's a, He picks his basket he's up. He's a lumberjack. Oh, it's it's a back injury, instant back <laughs> injury for either of us. Hernia waiting to happen. <laughs> but but uh, we had um, – we've already had a few people already uh, – chime in that are going to go ahead and uh, donate some baskets yeah, for that yeah, day Nate as well. And Nate and um, um, of course, now that my 
I can just Oh, my goodness yeah. gracious. Justin Holmes got two, but we also have one more and there were a couple getting so married. So we're going to cover. Brian, <laughs> Trahan. Woo! Got it. Took me a second, man. I was uh, – got that. Sorry, Brian. So 21 holes of sheer fun. Lots yes. of fun. So, and, you know, the holes that are out there, too, are fun, too. So mm-hmm. you, you can't play the course if you're looking to get away from – whatever you know the norm well we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves because there's so much this weekend i'll hopefully get some live footage at victoria of our pros playing i'll also we're going to get some uh footage that we're going to go ahead and have chris our other production uh new manager he's going to be doing some uh, post uh production editing some footage that we're going to have this weekend also so look for that look for us this weekend look for us on the road trip and i can't wait to see how well these these guys do support the fling team Support everybody that uh, you know that goes out and plays golf. Give them good lucks, and uh, hopefully everybody out there has a good time, and hopefully it's not too cold. Mm-hmm. I may have to get some heated socks or something, maybe yeah. some electrical socks and battery operated. I don't know. And I get cold quick. I'm already in, <laughs> I'm already in five layers right now, and it's 90, so. Yeah, it's hard to imagine, you know. My my plan this week was to not practice and because uh, you get spoiled – in 70 degrees, you know, and then you're going to get there and it's going to be 29 and it's a little different. So, Hemi, so. if I can chime in real quick, it's really funny yes. that you said that because Neil and I were, uh, we were going to try to go on Saturday and, you know, life just kind of happened and it's a two hour drive for us and we just didn't really get around to it. Um, but then when we looked at the weather and we saw how it was on Saturday, it's exactly what I said to Neil is like, man, I'm kind of glad that we didn't go because you know i couldn't set the wrong expectations for <laughs> for what's to come just watch your replay of the waco open and just put yourself in that mindset you know so that was the first tournament of 2021 like six inch snow and then the second tournament of 2021 at sugarland was like 40 mile an hour winds so you know like <laughs> bring it on <laughs> <laughs> What I'm hearing is you're bad luck and we should stay home. Probably <laughs> that too. <laughs> well, I've had multiple thoughts of doing that, just that, but I'm going to hang in there, I guess. Uh, we've already scoped it out. We've already yeah. scoped it out, yeah. got a place to stay, and we're ready to go. We'll get through it together. <laughs> yes, really we but I'll tell you what, though, in terms of, you know, trying to give you sort of an idea of what the course is like, I foresee some spectacular shots, mm-hmm. you know, like a, it'd be a great place to, to video. You said I there's really going to be aces. That. You already yeah. guaranteed that there's going to be some yeah. aces hit on that course. If I come close to hitting a it's, couple aces, I mean not, like three of them. And it's, it's not a birdie it's, fest it's, in terms of, no, you know, like, you know, um, get your birdie or not. I mean, fairway it's, ace, maybe, maybe yeah. a fairway ace. You might have some chances on that, but like Timmy said, the skipping up there, no, he can say it's cut, but those those clothes. Yeah, it's really cut and manicured well, but those clovers are just sticky. We find ourselves looking for discs, even though we knew where they were in the middle of the fairway <laughs> because of the clothes, because they're packed wow. you know, that are four or five feet. And if you just hit it the right way at the right angle and you walk past it, I mean, we've searched for a couple of discs and we were right on them. So yeah. you do have to really pay attention. I do hope they have some good spotters and I'm fairly sure they will. A's here the way he was speaking and he'll probably know there's a few holes on there that's going to need some spotters. That's for sure. Especially when you get close to that bayou. I mean, do you, uh, Guadalupe. Bayou. Do you know how many uh, women in open? 
Um, I checked. I checked today, and there's 13. That's awesome. And, and it's, it's you guys like Sarah Hokum is signed up, Lisa Vegas is signed up, Valerie and Alexis Mondahano are signed up. So like it's no shabby FPO field, you guys. We got some mm-hmm. awesome, awesome competition. Right. Hey, speaking of Lisa, I want to give a shout out to Blake Ogilvy, who I played this weekend at the Northside uh, Christian Church. He walked up to me and he goes, I watched your show last week. And I loved it so much after Lisa's interview that he went online and bought a disc and he showed it to me right there. And he was so nice. He was so, it was just the outpouring of support because he just said, I want to support. And he was just, I was taken aback by it because once again, it just shows the, 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 the outpouring of, of people and their support that they have for what we do. But that was just that is kind of what we're trying to do is bring light to these people who need the sponsorship and the promotion and hopefully that we get the community behind us. So thank you, Blake, so much. That was wonderful for you to, for you to do that. It was really nice of you. Really much it's appreciate a, that. You know, you know, male or female, it's a scary thing to just you know, put everything on hold in your life and to take a, a chance on disc golf, you know, um, I, I admire the touring pros who made the commitment to make disc golf, um, you know, their career and, and make a living from it. And so absolutely, I mean, absolutely. The, the more you can support those players, you guys, they, yeah, it's, a, it's, it goes a long way. It does. Well, you know, it seems like you were talking to Renee and, you know, at the end when you asked her about her sponsors and there's a list, you know, and and that's really that's really cool um, to be out there as an open player out there touring uh, to have that kind of uh, ability to hook all those people that want to share and want to give and want to be a part of this whole thing that's disco mm-hmm. and yeah. to be able to bring that sponsorship in and make something with it that's 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 what I'm seeing over and over and so proud of these ladies you know that I'm yeah. meeting through you and through uh, Meredith and. Just uh, really mixing it up. And man. now, Renee, I'm yeah. telling you right now, yes, that's awesome. It's only going to get bigger. We have that's some so- We have some really exciting, um, you know, females lined up to come speak with us here on the Fling Show. And, uh, you know, the, the waves that the ladies are making in the disc golf world right now is incredible. So I'm so excited for the, for the future. You mm-hmm. want to tell them the, the little clue you have coming in the next couple of weeks? You have a couple of real good ones coming in. Um. Oh gosh. Okay. That was Mayor Dash, but Jones spot. I'm so sorry. I so, saw the I saw the text. Uh, so yeah, but I can't speak for this too because Meredith and I are, are teammates. Um, through a company called Empowered Disc Golf, that's a female-owned um, apparel line based in Hawaii, out of all things, which is super mm-hmm. cool. So she cool. and I are, are both sponsored by them, and so um, the owner of that company. Um, Alexis, I believe that's her name. She's going to be uh, coming on here and talking with us. So we're, we're going gonna, to Hawaii. We're going to Hawaii, you guys. We're Hawaii, going to freaking Hawaii. Texas, so so. Vegas. We're going to Vegas. Vegas, baby. <laughs> that's coming up. Clean show, oh, yeah. international. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good anyway, that's just great. So, what's going on do- um, down in Vegas? Over in Vegas. We're over in Vegas. Yeah. Over. So we're driving to Vegas. Um, I think it's about a 17, 19 hour drive somewhere in that area. 
And we are driving to Vegas for the first Disc Golf Pro Tour event of 2021. This is the official start of the Touring Pro season um, at the Las Vegas Challenge. So uh, we're driving there and um, we're going to go for it and see some really cool disc golf. And, uh, and it's, I, from what I understand, all of the courses are, are golf, like traditional golf course um, style, you know, that got changed over to a disc golf course. So it's going to be epic. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah. One of my favorite um, videos when I was back, you know, I, I think everybody kind of went to a Joe Mez phase where they kind of just vegged out on Joe Mez forever. Um, but one of them was that, yeah, see, look, you're wearing the Joe Mez shirt. Uh, it was the Las Vegas Challenge, and uh, mm -hmm. it was uh, Eagle and Macbeth, I think, was there. I can't remember all the guys that were playing it, but the wind was blowing like 30 miles per hour, and they're hitting 45, you know, foot putts. Mm -hmm. It was an yeah, incredible thing to watch, and, and I thought that the courses look fun, you know. They look was, great, too, on TV, on camera. They look good, yeah. too. That was what I like about that. It looked really well. So good luck out there. What's the date on that one again? I'm sorry. I'm not paying that's attention. The, that's the 20th, right? Yeah, I think so. We're leaving on the 22nd, which is a Monday. So 23rd, 24th. So I think it starts on the 25th. Okay, and okay. there's three There's uh, three rounds on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then the top 40% of the field advances to the final round on Sunday. And if you make that cut for Sunday, you're guaranteed payout. So um, – <laughs> It's going to be a lot of disc golf. Sure. <laughs> more videos. That's great. Good luck out good there. Good luck. Can't Thanks. wait to, can't wait to uh, hear from you on the road. That's going to be exciting. Yeah, we're going to have a blast. Good time. Okay. Oh great. All right. Well, great. Anything else uh, before, before we, we go? End? We miss you, Mayor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we miss you, Mayor. Thanks for uh, everything, for filling in for Meredith, I guess, kind of. We're not filling <laughs> yeah. in, stepping in. Stepping in, it's, your, yeah. it's just another position. You were going to be there anyway. But, yeah, thank That's you right. for, for, for stepping in that position there. Excellent job this evening as well. But until next week, we will see you all then. Thank you all for tuning in, folks. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have some epic play in Victoria. Then we're off to Vegas. Then we have an ace race. It's just going to be the next three weeks. It's going to be great. So until great, then, folks, y'all have a great weekend. And Hemi likes to say, play, play disco. That's right. <laughs> just come outside. We're going to take you on a beautiful ride. The Fling Show. The Fling Show. The Fling Show. The Fling Show. The Fling Show.